Welcome to the Lawless Living Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Orbach. In this podcast, we're going to be talking all about interior design, business, wellness, and sustainability. I founded Lawless Design, a sustainable interior design studio, and over the years, I've used my passion for wellness with my creativity of design and found that there's a huge correlation between them. I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me. This podcast is sponsored by Rise Superfoods. If you know anything about me, you know that I am obsessed with matcha, have it every day. And so I've lately been having their matcha and their mushroom coffee blend. And so instead of just having typical coffee and matcha, this uses a blend of six different mushrooms that they have. And personally, I'm a huge fan of the flavor of matcha that they have. It's ceremonial grade. It's really high quality. And what I like about their blends is that it doesn't give you a huge crash. It has a lot less caffeine and I feel like it just sustains your energy a lot better. So if you want 15% off your order, you can use the code Hannah 15 at checkout. And yeah, I cannot recommend it enough. So you guys are really going to love it. Hello everyone. Happy Monday. I am recording this on Friday right before this episode comes out and drumroll please. 1989 Taylor's version is finally here. I've been listening to it all day and it is incredible. If you do not like Taylor Swift, I don't know what to say first off because we are massive fans here uh, being Taylor Swift. I actually, it's Friday and I just came back from California. So I'm just need to be cozy today. I didn't even plan this. I'm wearing uh, my Evermore sweatshirt. So look at that. We're just, you know, we're having a work from home kind of day and I just wanted to be cozy. Um, all of the vault songs are incredible. I, I mean, like 1989 in general is just such an incredible pop album. I'm not a huge pop person in general. However, Taylor Swift makes me love it. Um, because her, the way that she writes her songs are just so personal and the lyrics are always just, what I love about her is I feel like she writes stuff that's very personal, but also very relatable at the same time. She's also two years older than me, so by the time she writes and records songs, when the album comes out, I'm the same age as when she wrote them. So I feel like that just also really makes me resonate with what the song is because I feel like at the same time I am or was going through that stuff. This album came out originally when I was living in Philly. I just moved there, and I would have this in my car when CDs were a thing. I had this in my car, my CRV, Cindy on repeat and I would just drive around the city blasting clean and singing along like crazy and uh, I just this album's great I will say it's probably a mid in the ranking I've ranked in my head I've ranked the Taylor Swift albums this is probably in the middle of her albums personally for me but that says a lot because if this whole album there it's a no skip album really I mean I shake it off isn't really my thing but you know it's the radio hit um everything else it's just so good I think is it over now is definitely my favorite vault song just the lyric about the girl being the clone or the other one if she has blue eyes would probably date her just so good so good so I am having a great time recording however I just came back from California last night pretty late and I went to uh, this design conference camp thing this past week at the Santa Monica Hotel. It was incredible. I had so much fun. I met so many great, amazing people and it just 
my expectation, I don't know if I really had expectations. I actually was a little nervous Sunday night before my flight. I had to wake up super early for my flight at 3.30. I think my flight was at 7 or something. And I actually was laying awake. And I don't know if anyone else does this. When I have a really early flight, I get worried that I'm not going to wake up in time. Mike was traveling for work as well. So he was already gone. And I was thinking in my head, man, if I miss this flight, I'm screwed. Because um, the conference started that same day. And I was just laying awake and I was thinking, am I wasting my time? Am I wasting my money going here? Am I going to learn anything? I don't know. I was just getting that, whatever you call it. I was kind of just thinking of having second thoughts or regrets or whatever about this just because for one, I've been traveling so much this past month and it's just been really crazy. I've had a lot going on personally and with work and in my head, I, I was thinking, is this even worth it for me to go? Obviously I can't cancel. So I was kind of stressed about it. And when I left yesterday, I feel like it just reinvigorated me. I feel like it was exactly what I needed. And we've kind of had a lot of a couple chats with Raphael and I recently, pretty heavy conversations. And not that I want this podcast to be anything about being a heavy conversation or hard things or anything like that. But I do really want this platform to be about realness and about things that I'm going through, things that I want to be able to talk through. And if I can help someone, like I always mention, if I can talk about these things and help one person, to me, that's really worth it. And there's a lot of things that I want to talk about besides interior design. Obviously, interior design is a huge thing about what I do. But there's also a whole other business side of me that I'm really passionate about business. That's why I love running Lawless so much because I get to be creative with the interior design portion, but then I also get to be really savvy and technical with the business side because I actually think that is one of my strong suits. I, For a long time, I think I kind of downplayed my business skills and recently I've had to reflect back and this whole year has been really hard for me personally and we've talked about this especially in the last couple of weeks I've been I've always been very hard on myself and as a business owner it's tough to it's tough for me to say that I'm proud of myself or say that I've done a good job because I am always looking at the next thing I'm pretty bad at being content where I am or happy where I am and I don't really celebrate the small wins or you know the little things in business success that I do and I think because of that I kind of just am always on to the next thing and I never really sit down and see what I've accomplished and being a business owner I think I feel like when I say to people I run an interior design studio, everyone's first reaction is, wow, that must be so fun. Oh, that sounds so fun. And in your head, you're thinking, yeah, it's great. It's super fun. And it can be, but it's not always. 
And being a business owner in general is just tough. And if you haven't run a business, you really, it's hard to put into words and explain what running a business does. And I, I think back on this all the time about when Mike and I were dating, he had a business at the time and we did long distance for three years. So every two or three weeks we would trade off. So about going to visit one another. So I would be in Boston and I would take the train down. I didn't have my car. My car actually left at Mike's house in Delaware. And I would take the train down and go visit him or he would drive up and go visit me in Boston. And it was a lot. And at that same time when we were doing long distance, I was working full time. I was probably working 60 hours at the job I was working at. And then on top of that, I was also starting Lawless. So I was working two full-time jobs pretty much for, you know, over a, a year on that. And I was also doing e-design before that. So even before I started Lawless, I was still having part-time work at that. So I was always doing something. And there was a lot of times where Mike was running his business and in my head, I would be like, why can't you come visit me more? You are running a business. You have way more flexibility. You don't have to take time off of work or leave work early or talk to your boss, or you can just kind of come and go as you please. Mind you, at that same time, Mike was also renovating his house by himself and not just putting up paint or refinishing floors. It was a full gut job down to the joists not even to the studs. Like he was doing everything. It, that whole house was decrepit when, when he got it. And so it was a ton of work. I also, that's a whole other sidebar, but I also just didn't fully realize how much work it is to renovate. Even though I'd been around it my whole life, I don't think I realized how much time. That's really the whole thing. I didn't realize how much time and just stress goes into renovating your house until we did our cabin. And I have a ton of respect, much more respect now after doing it. But with him, it was always something that I just didn't understand why he couldn't just take the time to come and visit me more or, you know, why, why it was such a big deal. Reverse, you know, flip that. And now five years later, I am running lawless and I totally understand now running a business is a 24 seven job. And even when you aren't working, you know, have your laptop open or on your phone on a call with someone, we were like, we were talking about this at the, the conference, even when you're in the shower, even when you're lying in bed, you are thinking about things. It doesn't, your brain doesn't just turn off. And it's really hard for me when, when I'm cooking, I'm thinking about a project or I'm thinking about what I need to do after that with marketing or website or, Hey, I need to email this person. It's never just something where you just sit down and you work. Your mind is going all the time. And that's a huge thing with business is it's, it can be really draining. And if you're looking to start a business, I will say you need to be passionate about it and you need to love what you do. I know that there's people in life that 
are totally fine working a nine to five. They're not passionate about it. We have friends like that, that, and there's nothing wrong with this. It's really just a personality thing where they work their nine to five. They don't really love their job, but they say, Hey, it pays for, it pays for the life I want to live. And that's totally fine for Mike and I, we love our jobs. We love being passionate about it. He doesn't run his own business anymore. When he moved back up here, he switched jobs and pretty much careers in the engineering field and now works for a company. But we love our jobs and I personally couldn't do, I couldn't run a business if I wasn't so passionate about interior design and running a business. It's a lot. And I think in now nowadays, I think entrepreneurship is glamorized a lot. I think it is all over social media that, especially now when I first started my business, when Mike had his business, when I met him when I was 23 and he was 25, having a business wasn't, uh, it wasn't a huge, like it wasn't a huge thing. It wasn't that popular, even though that was what, eight years ago. It wasn't as popular as it was now. And now I, I feel like a, everyone has a business and everyone makes it seem like it's easy to run a business and it's just something. And I really think if you are looking to start one that you need to be passionate about your job and passionate about it because it's incredibly hard but to me, it's incredibly worth it. And I don't want to sit here and complain about running a business because it's definitely not what this podcast is about, but I do want to talk about the realities of being an entrepreneur and especially the toll that it takes on your mental health. For me, I've never, I can't really remember. I've never been an anxious person. I, I think I've had, I've been like, I, I've had little things about being anxious, maybe about like, Oh, making sure that this is done or this. And I definitely get that from my mom, but I never had anxiety. And I also wasn't, I wasn't incredibly hard on myself. I've always, what did Mike say to me? Mike phrased this in a way, uh, the other day where it was, you were always hard on yourself, but now you just put this enormous amount of pressure on yourself where it's just different. Like it, it's just a different, like I've always been one to set the bar high for myself, expect a lot for myself. And if I'm average at something, then I'm just not, I'm not happy. I really want to excel at something that I do. And, but now it's kind of turned into this thing where it's almost like, I'm just never happy with what I do. And that's kind of sad. And I think I've had to reflect on that a little bit this year about where I'm at with that because that's definitely not sustainable. And that's not the way that I want to live my life or run my business. And I think what, and I'm really talking about this podcast because these are things that I personally need to do and want to do for myself. And I think that I really just want to give encouragement to other people that are maybe in the same mindset, or maybe you're not there yet, but maybe you kind of see yourself getting there and getting a hold of this before you get there. 
I think would be advantageous. Running a business is great. You get a lot of flexibility and it's amazing and incredibly rewarding to build something from scratch and see it all come together. And for me, one huge thing that I've realized this year is how incredible it is to foster a team of women that are strong leaders. They do amazing work and I'm really proud of myself for that. I'm really, really proud. And I think that's my biggest accomplishment in my business that I can say is finding these women. I mean, they actually found me, uh, which is even cooler that I'm putting out this, I don't know if you want to call it energy or just what, putting out information or just a feeling or anything that these women wanted to come work for me. And it, when Rafaela reached out, we talked about this on the pod on, I think on the first podcast, how to get hired. She reached out because she wanted to work for lawless. Like she, it wasn't, she wanted to work for an interior design firm that she wanted to, she was applying to all these places. It was lawless. And that to me is so cool that I built a business that people want to work at and want to work with me. And I think that's really cool. Um, going to this conference this past week was such a huge reminder about community to me. And I just left there feeling on such a high about being a part of a bigger picture and being surrounded by these strong women that are also doing the same thing as me, running a business confused about what to do and how to do things, but also just learning to figure it out because that's what entrepreneurship is. I've never, I've never done any of this. I've never had a team before. I'm, I screwed up last year as being a leader at the end of last year at Q4, we were working around the clock, like nuts. And I promised myself, I, talked to the girls on the team. I was like, I am never going to put you in that position again. I don't want to do that. And that was a huge learning point for me because I could definitely see when, when you're stressed as a leader, you stress your team out. And I could see that. And I don't want to be that kind of person. And so I think that was a huge learning experience for me is setting an example and needing to just chill out more about things. And I definitely have about we strive to be excellent at everything that we do, but we also understand that perfection isn't obtainable. But how you deal with problems and you problem solve is really what matters. And there's been miscellaneous things that have come up, you know, that are just inevitable to happen. But how you handle them is how clients are going to see you. And that to me has been huge this year. It's... But the it's funny because when when I went to the um, the conference this past week, I'd mentioned I wasn't sure if I was going to. I got I don't know why I got you, when you have those second thoughts about stuff. I was worried that I wasn't going to learn anything, and I did. I I think it was incredibly beneficial. But I also think the other thing that I learned was such a reminder about the community. 
entrepreneurship can be really lonely. You're working solo a lot of times. You There's only so much that you can work on stuff with your team. A lot of it is you. It's your business. You are thinking about different things. You're working by yourself. There's late nights and everything. And there's only so much that you're really talking to your team about. And I also think that just the ups and downs of the failures that happen in business, you start to feel very lonely because you also realize that it's not super relatable to your friends and family. And going going to this conference and finding other women that are even local. I met some amazing local New England women, which was so cool. And to have that and to have friends in the industry that are going through the same things as you, maybe they're at different points in their career, but having people that you can just talk to about things and is so huge. And I don't think that I've, I, I have people here and there, but it's also something that I, we've talked about this too, like I'm an introvert. And so for me, I love just cozying up on the couch and with my dog and just working. And I have no problem with working all the time because I, like I had mentioned, I am so passionate about what I do and I love my job, but I also forget that my love language is spending time with people. And having a community is huge for me. And I think it's something that I've lost when Mike and I moved to Plymouth and we got married. We don't necessarily have a community here of many people that we know, friends that are entrepreneurs. And I think this just really invigorated me to realize that having those connections is so important. And that to me really fuels me and fills me and needing to foster more relationships is crucial for me at this point in time because I also think that just having people to bounce ideas off of even if (laughs) even if you don't even know like what those ideas are just talking and collaborating and just sharing experiences that hey I messed up on this like have you ever done this before and just also hearing that not everyone's journey is perfect Social media is such a highlight reel. And for me, I don't want to post negative things on social media just because I want it to be a positive platform. I want my page to just be lighthearted and just be fun and have my personality and joke around and everything. But I also think that what people don't see is all the different things that happen where a vendor ships something to the billing address instead of the delivery address like the other day or the wrong cutting fabric got sent to our office that was a different colorway, which thank God we weren't using that fabric. But there's just, there's a lot of different things that happen And having those friends that you can just talk to about things and just joke with, it just, it just makes things so, it it puts things in perspective that a lot of things that we worry about in business are so small and they're not a big deal. And I know I just keep going back to this, but it really just, I don't think I realized how, um, how do I put this? I don't think I realized how I've been in a little shell, essentially. I 
have really tried this year to get out a little bit more, be a part of the community more. That's definitely been a goal of mine. I, each year I write down a whole goal sheet of things that I want to do. And that was definitely a top one. One, because I want to support the people in my industry and community. And I want to get to know people more and cheer people on and be that, be that person to encourage someone about, Hey, this is amazing. This is great. I want that. And I'm trying to get better about that because building relationships is actually really big for me, even though I'm really introverted. It's kind of this weird dynamic where I want to be alone a lot of times and I'm okay with being alone and being with my dog and having my tea with a candle and reading a book at night. But at the same time, having very close relationships is really important to me. Um, so I'm just that weird dynamic where... <laughs> You know, I don't even know. It just, it doesn't make sense. I don't know if that's relatable or not, but yeah, it's been a journey. It's definitely been a journey, but this week I, I didn't even know. I didn't have a podcast for this week and I've actually been, I, typically I batch record things and for a couple of weeks now, Raphael and I haven't recorded in a while and I've just been thinking about what do I even want to talk about? And I just wasn't sure. And I have a whole list of probably 50 other ideas that I want to have podcasts on. But it just didn't feel like any of them were something that I really wanted to talk about. And I kind of want this to be more of a fluid podcast and really just talk about things that I'm going through. When maybe you're going through it too, maybe you're not. But I don't want this to be just a podcast about pink colors that we use or tips on how to update your kitchen or, you know, that's not what I want this to be about. I really just want this to be more of a real talk, you know, anything in life. And so entrepreneurship is incredible. And I, I love talking to people who want to start a business. We have a, a number of people in our life with friends and family and stuff like that, that have considered starting a business or have started a business and just need help. One tip that I told one of my good friends, she had called me up. She was really upset about something with her business. And I gave her this great advice. Do I take this myself? No. However, I told her this, and this is a subtle reminder to myself that I need to do this is she was upset about something with her business and, and something had happened. And I said, you can't let what happens in your business dictate your emotions. You have to keep them separate. You have to leave business at business and it shouldn't be affecting your personal life. Now, looking in the mirror, I need to say that to myself because there's definitely, there's a lot of crossover in my life and Business this year has been a big priority and a shift. And I think just even going back to how I talk about this year doesn't necessarily look like what I thought it was going to, especially with pregnancy and stuff like that. I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself that, well, if I'm not having a kid now, then I need to ramp up my business. And every year we've had a certain percentage of growth since I started my business and it's been, it's been pretty big and I'm really proud of that actually. And I don't think that was something until last year that I had realized that I had accomplished. And this year we're not hitting that same percentage that we had hit every other year. 
And I just look back and I'm like, wow, like, you suck. <laughs> like, do better. And I have these conversations and thank God I have Mike. Like, I genuinely don't know what I would do without my husband. He's just, he's the best. And he's like, he's like, that growth is not sustainable. Like, sure, it's, you know, fine for when you're starting out and, you know, whatever. But you're also not going to be able to hit that, those numbers of growth it's just not, it, it's just, not that it's not achievable, but it's, it's different when you start growing, you, sh having that kind of percentage of growth is just different. And I had to look back and yeah, we've still grown this year. So why aren't I proud of that? So just giving yourself grace, I think is a huge thing as an entrepreneur and learning that you are learning while you are going and there's going to be mistakes and you're going to mess up. And we have some new exciting things um, in the works for the business this year. Um, hopefully we can get stuff figured out. We're still kind of finalizing some things. So I don't want to announce anything yet. Um, but this is something all new I haven't had before. Um, I'm very nervous, to be honest. But I'm also very excited. And... I'm worried that it's going to be a hot mess, but I'm also really excited because I know it's going to be great. So in interior, in interior design, in entrepreneurship, it's really just about taking risks and having that. And I'm, I'm not the best at taking risks, to be honest. And that's something that I'm also trying to work on with entrepreneurship is I feel like I I, I'm not the best at that. I am a little bit more just even keeled. I've just kind of mosey along, kind of see how things go. And now I feel like I need to start, if I have all these goals on my list of things that I want to do, and if I am disappointed with not having that kind of growth, it's, well, what did I do differently? How did I change the business? And now I feel like I'm just rambling because I'm just talking to myself, but... I don't know what I'm even trying to say at this point, but I think entrepreneurship is incredible. And I think that if this is something that you want to start, I, if you are someone who is a self-learner and a self-starter and a hard worker, I think this is an amazing career and I would never change going back from an entrepreneur. And I'm really happy that I did and that I took that jump and I took that risk. I will say having a partner that supports you is a game changer. I don't think I could do this without Mike. And I don't like when people say things about not giving their partner or spouse credit. I did this all by myself or, oh, I'm a self-made ex or whatever. In my opinion, the people around you and all of the mentors, they, they helped you. And I don't think I'm a self anything. I, I have my dad, I have my husband, I have all of the mentors who I did internships with and the careers and the bosses that I had to help me with this. And I think having a partner by your side who is encouraging you is huge. I wouldn't have quit my job when I did, if it wasn't for Mike, he gave me 
the encouragement. He gave me that confidence to do this. And he still gives me the confidence every day when I have a bad day. He's on the sofa talking with me at night. If I have a great day, he's celebrating just as much as me. And to have that is, it can be rare, but I think if you have that partner who's going to help you, it just makes the world of a difference. And I know I couldn't do this without him. So that is going to end it for today's episode. I feel like this was kind of all over the place, but I didn't even have notes. I kind of just wanted to hop on here and just chat. So hopefully this made sense if I rambled or went on, just pretend like I didn't. Okay. So I will see you next week. Maybe we'll do a little bit more of a lighthearted one, or maybe we'll just be all in our fall feels and mood to go along with the weather here. (laughs) All right. Have a good week, everyone. This podcast is just starting out, so I would love if you could rate and review this on whatever platform you use podcasts on, and also check out our Instagram. All of our social media is lawless underscore design, and our website is lawless design if you want to contact us and work together on an interior design project.